0: Support for this podcast comes from Harvard, the industry-leading hiring solution helping organisations optimise their talent decisions. Rooted in over 35 years of rich data insights, backed by IO psychology and cognitive science, Harvard delivers a suite of automated solutions that enable organisations to engage, hire and develop the right talent in a fast and fundamentally less biased way. Visit harvard.com, that's H A R V E R.com, to learn how you can take the smart path to the right talent. There's
1: been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine and in all the ages of history.
0: Hi there, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 564 of the Recruiting Future podcast. AI and recruiting has been extensively discussed this year in podcasts, blogs, conferences, webinars and LinkedIn posts. However, the one angle I've not seen covered is what it's like to recruit for AI professionals. Such a new industry means a severe shortage of experienced talent and AI companies must work hard to outsmart their talent market competition. My guest this week is Lauren Saltis, a senior recruiter at Runway, an AI research company focused on the creative sectors. In our conversation, Lauren shares her experience of refocusing to become a specialist AI recruiter, and discusses some of the critical factors that influence talent in this area. There are some great insights here, not just for AI recruiting, but for anyone who's operating in a market where there is a significant skill shortage. Hi, Lauren, and welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, Matt. Good to be here.
0: An absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Please, could you introduce yourself and tell us what you do?
1: Absolutely. My name is Lauren Saltis. I'm based in Brooklyn, New York, and I've been working in recruiting for the last seven years in tech startups for about six of that with a brief stint at Adobe after my last company was acquired. And I am now working at Runway, which is an applied research company making a content creation platform for artists and creatives with the use of machine learning and generative AI. Super excited about the industry and really excited to be here chatting with you today, Matt.
0: Fantastic. Lots of things I want to ask you, but before I do, tell us a little bit more about Runway and the AI solution.
1: Yeah. So like I said, Runway is a content creation platform. Really, I think our main mission is to democratize access to creative tools and allow more people, you know, anywhere to tell their stories.
0: Fantastic stuff. So I'm presuming that a lot of the recruiting that you do is in the tech market. And uh, there's obviously been a lot of headlines and narrative about what's going on in that market this year. What are you seeing in tech recruiting at the moment? And what do you think the prospects are for 2024?
1: Yeah, great question. It's obviously an interesting market right now. You know, when I talk to other recruiters or heads of people, there's a clear difference in the general market and AI market. In tech, there's so much great talent on the market right now. And I am starting to see companies, you know, start to fight a little more for that talent, which is exciting But even though there's a lot more talent on the market right now, there's a shortage of AI talent. Mm. These skills are so specialized and it's such a new industry. It creates a huge difference between the booming AI market versus tech in general. What's interesting is since it's such a new industry, a lot of people don't have these skills and are just learning it now. So, Finding really senior people in the space is difficult and it's competitive with everyone, you know, racing to be that industry leader. Mm. This will definitely continue in 2024. I mean, the last year alone in AI has been game changing with all these new developments unfolding. I even expect the next few months alone to change the landscape pretty drastically.
0: I mean in a such a fast moving effectively new industry I'm really interested to know what you know what are the skills that are needed and what kind of backgrounds are you are you looking for in people
1: In terms of skills obviously machine learning and research roles are really hot right now especially those around optimization considering the fight for compute so Until more becomes available, you know, widely available in the space, this will be a huge focus for a lot of folks, especially in, you know, the startup realm. That being said, there's a lot of different skill sets under that AI umbrella that are really sought after right now. You know, whether you're looking for, folks with expertise in computer vision or natural language processing for products ranging from autonomous driving or you know, conversational chatbots, health tech, or creative technology like Runway. And I'm excited to see this continue to progress. You know, I mentioned earlier, a lot of people don't have these skills, but a lot of people want to get into AI, especially generative AI. Most people that I speak to right now even if they're not necessarily open to new opportunities, they're sort of keeping their eyes peeled for roles or opportunities to break into the industry. And uh, I I think a lot of companies are gonna start taking advantage of this and capitalize on top engineering talent that doesn't necessarily have this ML background, but are excited to learn and dive into the industry. For instance, Runway, we're working on an ML fellowship program So taking folks with engineering expertise and giving them exposure and the opportunity to learn from some really, really talented folks in the industry and hopefully transition them into that role at Runway in the future.
0: It sounds like recruiting in this industry is highly specialized in terms of, you know, not just in terms of understanding the, the current requirements, but anticipating what's needed in the future, initiatives like you just mentioned there in terms of, you know, growing talent and, and developing developing those, those skills. You said you've been working in recruiting for some time and tech recruiting for some time, but I imagine you've had to learn how to be an AI recruiter. How do you do that? How do you become a recruiter in the AI talent market? And what advice would you give to TA professionals and recruiters who are who are moving into different industries in terms of how they adapt and learn?
1: Yeah, great question. This is my first role in AI in the industry. So, you know, I've been in the industry for about seven months now. In my opinion, a truly good recruiter should be able to work in any market. You know, it doesn't matter whether that's health tech or fintech or AI. You know, I have no background in engineering or research. I am, on the other hand, extremely curious, and I love learning, which I think is one thing that's helped me learn the AI market as I've ramped in my role at Runway, But where I think my skills really lie are project and process management and questioning everything. You know, building your core skill set around those three things, I promise that framework will be applicable to learning any new market.
0: A quick message from our sponsor, Winolo. Hi, everyone. I want to tell you about Winolo. That's W-O-N-O-L-O. Winolo stands for Work Now Locally. Winolo enables businesses to find quality workers for on-demand, seasonal, short-term and long-term work, ditch the bulky paperwork and interview process, and use Winolo to find quality workers fast, and get work done even faster. With flexible workers and no platform fees, you can save on operating costs, meet demand and maximise earnings with ease. Winolo is available in over a 100 markets. Including Chicago, Dallas, Atlanta, New York, and Seattle, get workers who are ready to work and spend less time finding them with Winolo. Go to www.winolo.com/pod. That's slash pod and take the stress out of finding workers. What's it like in terms of, we talked about how difficult it is to find talent. What's it like kind of attracting talent to a smaller business in an area that's dominated by giant tech companies with, you know, one imagines unlimited budgets and resources to get the talent they want?
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously I mentioned it's a competitive market, especially larger companies have been, like you mentioned, expending so many resources to attract this top talent I think one of the things like I mentioned earlier is really around your research brand and employer branding in the area and that's no longer, you know, just ensuring that you have a LinkedIn presence, but that's really creating a well-known top research brand within the industry. So focusing around, you know, publications and making, you know, the work that you're doing well-known And then again, like I mentioned earlier, programs to get more folks into this space. So like that ML fellowship program I I was talking about before and ensuring that you're marketing those programs and really allowing all of this to be seen.
0: You also mentioned that you were offering people the opportunity to work with some, you know, brilliant minds in AI. Are, you know, some of the kind of individual managers and people within your company, are they a draw in terms of recruiting people as well?
1: Yeah, absolutely. At Runway, we think of ourselves as an applied research company. And so we have this internal research function that is not only following the top research in, you know, the industry, but creating that research. And I think that's really one of the main draws in, you know, working with some of these talented folks in the industry and allowing people to transition further in.
0: How do you sort of focus on diverse hiring? How do you make sure you have a diverse workforce?
1: Yeah, such an important question. So of course, there's the basics, like, you know, ensuring you're consciously putting effort every day into building diverse pipelines, starting at that top of funnel. You know, this could be diverse job boards, sourcing, or even emphasizing this with any third-party recruiting agencies or tools you might be working with, ensuring your interview panel is diverse. You know, some good baselines we like to use are never an all-male or an all-white panel if you can avoid it. At Runway, we make an effort to look for untraditional backgrounds, so we don't require degrees. We check all of our job descriptions for inclusive language to ensure as much diversity at that top of funnel as possible. For example, tools like ePloy or Gender Decoder are some good ones we've utilized in the past. I'm sure on the podcast you've heard the phrase, if you have a brain, you have bias plenty. So, in order to be aware of this and actively combat our own biases, we've also created an unconscious bias and interview training that we conduct with all new hires within their first three months or before they hop into an interview panel if that comes sooner. Not going to lie, it is challenging for certain functions, but if it's something that you deeply care about, and not just recruiters, but your leadership team and the rest of the company need to deeply care. If that's something you can all get behind, you'll prioritize it and continue to improve. At Runway, it's really in our values. I mean, all our founders are immigrants. We're building a product for a creative industry, which is so diverse. And not just that, you know, us and our users are making content that millions of people could see we have the ability to have an impact on diverse representation in media and films and that's huge for example our research team explicitly focuses on making our model outputs more diverse and training on diverse data sets so when you ask it to generate a ceo it's a mix of genders and races and ethnicities in those results and not always just you know a white man in a suit our team is actually publishing a research paper on that this week, so excited to see that come out. But it's just so, so important to have a team that cares deeply about pushing the industry forward here.
0: Generative AI has kind of dominated the conversation on the podcast this year, really kind of in terms of how it's disrupting recruiting and, and what the future might look like. Mm-hmm. What do you think the future is for recruiters? And you know, what do you think your job would look like in five years' time?
1: That's an interesting one. I think the function has changed so much, even in just my seven years in the industry. You know, my first job in recruiting out of college, it really used to be all about good relationship building with candidates. But this really isn't the case anymore. You know, yes, if you're in recruiting, it's an extremely people focused function, that is a prominent aspect. But I think the future of recruiting really lies in your ability to adapt and learn, you know, to these AI tools and, and utilize those new tools. Also around, you know, driving process, those organizational skills. And like I said earlier, really questioning everything, like really getting to the bottom of each question that you're asking Building close relationships is important, but that alone won't make you successful anymore. You know, it's just not scalable in recruiting. But if you have a a systematic and organized approach to recruiting, you'll be golden.
0: Lauren, thank you very much for talking to me.
1: Yeah, thanks so much for having me, Matt. This was a blast.
0: My thanks to Lauren. If you're a fan of the Recruiting Future podcast, then you will absolutely love our monthly newsletter, Recruiting Future Feast. Not only does it give you the inside track on what's coming up on the show, you can also find everything from book recommendations to insightful episodes from the archives and get first access to new content that will help you understand where our industry is heading. For a limited time, subscribe to the Recruiting Future Feast newsletter and get instant access to the video recording of the recent Remixed webinar on AI and Talent Acquisition featuring some of the smartest thinkers in the industry just go to mattalder.me webinar to sign up. That's mattalder.me slash webinar. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify or via your podcasting app of choice. You can also find and search all the past episodes at recruitingfuture.com and don't forget to sign up for the newsletter Recruiting Future Feast. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next time and I hope You'll join me.
1: This is my show.